Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Movie Cast, episode 680. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinside. Yo. And Tony Korkanakis. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, guys. We are live on Twitch. We are live because I just got notified. Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock. Please join us live for these broadcasts. This is our movies of the year. So the cool thing is, if you don't catch this live broadcast, hopefully you're watching this over on YouTube or the audio. You can download the audio yeah. versions on iTunes and, and Spotify. Sure. Um, I always like to listen to my podcast via audio, so I'm old school like that. But I know some people like these video ones. And YouTube is very popular, clearly. Uh, so thank you for joining us on any platform you listen to. But we have a lot of stuff to go to in this podcast. This is, again, movies of the year. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean these are the greatest movies we've ever seen. But these are our favorites. Or our disappointment. Not saying it's a bad movie. I'm saying it's a disappointment. Uh, to, to clarify for those wondering the criteria of this thing. So what we're going to do is kick off with uh, probably our most disappointment. Our disappointment. No. Start with the bad. Let's yeah, get it out of the way. We'll, then we'll get Oof. into that. But uh, and I do want to give everybody a heads up. It is raining like a mf out there, motherfucker. Uh, I don't know why I dumbed yeah. it up. I don't know why I didn't dumbed it up at first because we have the explicit. Uh, but it is bad outside. <laughs> so if we go offline. I apologize. We will shoot this thing at some point. Uh, but it's bad storms. So hopefully we stay. Let's go. Yep. All right, guys. This is our movies of the year. So we've got our top three. We've got our most disappointing and our biggest surprise. I want to kick it off with disappointing movies. Um, I would be happy to go first on this. Uh, I think, I don't know if this is going to be mutually benefit, mutually agreed upon here, but Ant-Man is my most disappointing movie of this year. Yep, um, I'll second that. Uh, okay. I'll third that. And okay, can watch it. Gonna, you didn't watch it. Well, no. you know what? Clearly you didn't miss much, did you? Um, I don't know. I've, uh, we'll, we'll get to my problem. The problems with my list when we get to my turn, but we'll just go. You have a, you have criteria now. Mike doesn't now for those wondering. Mike doesn't watch as much movies as we do, so give him give him some leeway on some of his disappointing and surprises. Mm-hmm. But um, disappointing, Ant Man, what a just utter crash and burn for Marvel in this movie. I feel like this was the stumble out the gate. Not that the other movies were shot after this movie, obviously, but I felt like this is such a huge stumble for Marvel at the start of the year that it just set the tone for the rest of this year going to the theaters for them. Like even the Marvels, which was a supposed to be a pretty good movie just didn't draw and i feel like the stumble that this did uh hurt that and you know hurt the universe mm-hmm. uh I, it's a big miss i think it was a big miss i was not impressed yeah, with there's this. a lot of potential yeah. with this film and with king showing up here like you really expected a lot more than what yeah. you got and it was just a big cgi fest yeah, yeah. and i mean that's like it's not a bad movie right i, no. I think i said it was like adequate yeah, right I mean, mm-hmm. and there's there's some good parts in it but and that's what makes it so disappointing, right? Right, right. Yes. No, right. That's what I was getting to. It's like yeah. you look at the first two movies and they're heist movies, right? So you're like, okay, this is gonna be a heist. And like this one, like you're like, oh, I gotta break into the quantum realm. It's like, hey, it's not really the same though. Um mm-hmm. and the tired trope of like uh what's her name? Um uh, Janet. Janet, right? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. it's like, we can't be here, we gotta go. And it's like, but I can't tell you why. And it's like right. Except they're going to spend like, days like yeah, trying to if, get out. <laughs> yeah, if you had just told us why to begin with, this would have been no problem. Right, exactly. Uh, so you yeah. just have these characters acting stupidly, um, you know, and it just, like you said, like the CGI, it was just overly CGI, mm-hmm. which ballooned yeah. the budget. Yeah. Absolutely. And this movie would have been fine. It would have been profitable if they had made it for what the Ant-Man, the first two Ant-Man movies were, where it was just yeah. like, hey, moderate, uh, modest Moderate, small scale, you know, sort of budget, yeah. small scale, yeah, literally, 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 small scale. <laughs> um, I think you know his team, I, mean? I think his friends were a big part of those other movies too, and not no, having absolutely. them hurt, hurt this. And the fact yeah. that, like, I get, like, you want to have the family focus now because you oh, know oh, we're kind let me, to. Let me just for guys, we will be talking freely about spoilers possibly on this podcast. So just just so you know, I apologize if you hear spoilers, but this is we just talk about our of the year, so we can't help that. Okay, go yeah. on, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, but no, like I, I get you want to do the family heroic stuff, right? Whatever. Um, but to just have it removed from the characters that kind of helped, you, you know, the first two movies kind of like be identify the film. Like the films are kind of like their identity was him and his crew and right. the heist theme. And yeah, no, it's 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 a big loss for yeah. sure. And you know, the thing is too is like it, it's not like I would have minded, right? Because you have um, you know, Ant Man one and the wasp one and stuff like that and you have um the daughter cassie now 
which is fine. You know, that's great and all, but like it just goes straight into the quantum realm and it's like, well, that's what we're doing now. And it's like, okay, well, and it also feels like a mishmash of like they wanted to address two different stories with like the whole rebellion thing, mm, yeah. plus the whole Kang thing and like, you know, Ant Man's, uh, you know, personal stuff. So this is like, it just felt a little bit jumbled uh, and, yeah. and not cohesive and yeah, stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, it was a shame because Kang, I thought, had a, a lot of potential. And like anytime he is on the screen um, with, you know, Ant Man and stuff like that, it's, it's really good. It's really imposing. And I thought that last fight, was actually yeah. pretty brutal for <laughs> I, I feel like I I didn't I didn't like the last fight. I did I understand what you're saying and I do agree it was a nice uh brutal fight, but I feel like the outcome of the fight the outcome weakens, weakens no, no, the yeah. character. Weakens no, no, the totally. Character. The, yeah. the the outcome was just MacGuffin like, oh well, yeah. you know yeah. magic. Evolved magic. I think evolved I was over like high. thousands of years ants. It's like what? Like Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I was pretty like high that. on this film when after coming out of it too. Like I was like, oh this is cool. Like I like what we got a little and just like keep getting further away from it. It's like, what were the redeeming qualities? And having Modoc in there, the way he was, that okay. was just ridiculous. Like that, I just, and yeah, that was I so mind. bad. I, I, I mean, the CGI I, was for him was right. Bad. But the, the CGI for him was yeah. Bad. But I mean, if you're gonna have Modoc, like, there's no way to do a live action Modoc and have it not be like goofy, kind of zany and yeah, wacky yeah. and something mm-hmm. like that. I got um, so bad. I though. mean, even even animated, even animated Modok is zany yeah. and wacky. Yeah, but like exactly. the thing that got me, like what I'm thinking about, is like Kang is this like the whole thing is Janet's like we got to get away from this guy. He's like he's the worst. Like he's gonna destroy everything. He's like he is so powerful, and we you know we can't stop him. All this stuff, and then uh, Ant Man, like Ant Man, literally Ant Man's and Jan and and. Is it Janet? What's the what's the heck? What's her the boss? Oh, oh, name? Oh, hope. Boss. Thank you. Hope. Yeah, like hope. just those two and like his you know, his daughter who has no experience whatsoever, they're gonna beat him. This guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who's had thousands yeah. of years and or whatever, millennia, whatever. Everybody's so afraid of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I just it was the more you get the more you go away from it, the worse it looks. And if they want to do a setup for what was to come, this was not really the way to go about it. I don't not think. Good, it, I mean, it the thing not is, being a good kickoff for the yeah. the, did not. the thing is, I felt, and according to the rumor mill of the people that we usually hear from mm. uh, about the rumor behind the scenes kind of stuff, was yeah. that they really changed the ending, yeah. which I think totally would have shifted the tone of coming out of this story and, and moving into you know um, uh, the Kang Dynasty and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because you just weaken your villain by, you know, yeah. having him. Oh, we actually, so I think we talked about in our spoiler cast is like yeah. uh, he should have won, yeah. and they should yeah, have been trapped. Like Wasp and Ant Man should have been trapped there, and that's that what I thought. Would have been, been, I thought that's story. where they were going with this movie. And he would, and, and he could have gotten out, yeah. and like the whole thing's like, oh no, King's out. Like, what do yeah. we do? Exactly. Yeah. That that would have absolutely <laughs> changed the perception. Um, you know, coming yeah. away from it because mm-hmm. you're like, like the way they ended, like. You know, he's eating the ice cream or what? I forget if he's, yeah. I think he's eating Baskin Robbins. He's like, right? He couldn't. And then it just ends on like, a, oh, maybe he, he's not. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. like, I hate when movies do that in general. And I think I've talked about that earlier in the year uh, when I saw the, uh, was it Green Knight or whatever like that? Where it's just like, mm-hmm. just give me a definitive fucking thing. Don't make yeah. me, me guess. Or I'm you have to do it really about... well a la Inception or something, right? You know, yeah, we'll talk about a definitive thing later on. So Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, it wasn't the worst phase, whatever Marvel movie. Like, I think this movie really um, paid for the price for Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder last oh, year. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. That, that's that my personal been. opinion. Yeah, I mean, it might have been so. Which was the disappointment from last year for me, like, guys. Yeah. That is, yeah, absolutely. But I, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, like, hey, man, I'm just kind of like, okay, there were redeeming parts. Like, I can't even name any good redeeming Rich. parts of yeah. uh, maybe oh. one or two, but like, yeah. overall, I'm. I'm angry at Love and Thunder, whereas Ant Man was like, "Ah, eh, like, like, I'm, I'm disappointed." I'm yeah, disappointed. disappointed. Oh, and that yeah. scene where he's climbing up himself, like all of his duplicates. Yeah, that that's so cool. Scene. That was yeah. one of the coolest, most original parts of that movie. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. cool ideas movie. didn't but, execute. Yep. So. All right, Mike, what would be your most disappointing? Oh, all right. Well, here's my disclaimer. I watched four movies this year. <laughs> Always disclaimers, yeah. Mike. Yeah, because you know. So mm-hmm. there's. Uh, my disappointment and my surprise are going to overlap with my top three. Oh boy! Um, what? what was the fourth? 
fourth well, is well, well they, will get, they will get there no, like, i'll uh, tell you the fourth because it's not going to show up anywhere else the fourth is the mario movie it's neither uh, it was it was fine it's it's yes yeah, it didn't gotcha. offend me i don't think I it made my list about it. It, it it happened it was fine no did not make um, my oh wait, yeah oh i'm doing number three by the way for those wondering i have um four options for number three that i have not made the final like mm. cut you're doing so it live I, i'm doing it live for you guys wondering but go on all right so mario is in there mario's in there yeah so mario's not in my list my number three is also my disappointment though which means okay. it's disappointing but it's also better than mario <laughs> in my estimation uh part of the reason why i'm disappointed is this movie was very hyped to me by you guys mostly um what? that would be across the spider-verse Oh, that was your most disappointment. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have. Okay. This is it's a very good one and a half acts of a story, but it's a it's an empire though. Like it's their empire. I, we're gonna talk about that film a lot later. So. It, uh, we are God, going to. Don't worry. It was two and a half hours of sensory overload. I couldn't follow the action in this at all because it was just I, too much bullshit happening. Mm -hmm. Um and uh. You know, I, I watched it over two nights, and I'm like, oh, when is this going to get going after 50 minutes? And then once stuff starts getting interesting, it's over. It's over. Like, oh. the, the credits roll. I, did, I do agree with you that the hard stop roll of credits was kind of like... I uh, honestly uh, didn't abrupt. even believe it. I'm <laughs> like, wait, really? Like, I, was, I thought I was getting trolled, but of course, uh, because I broke it up, I didn't realize, like... Yeah, this, how long you were like watching. It's like half, obviously, you know, you know, after the first 50 minutes of premise, mm -hmm. which was really wasn't even premise. It was just nothing until stuff finally started was, happening. I think the... Oh, never mind. I'll get into it. Uh, I've got many, much more to talk about this movie. So this, so but this is also my number three, so it's, it's better than Mario. Oh, I liked alert. it enough. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we, we could skip my three. Uh, but, you know, I thought it would be better considering its reputation. It just... Okay. I ended up feeling... I felt frustrated leaving... Maybe yeah, I, I think you can definitely hype yeah. things up for other people. It doesn't necessarily do. hit uh, in the same levels. It's, you know, everybody's different. So I think, you know. I think it also might have hurt playing, doing it after playing uh, Spider-Man 2. A little Spider-Man out at the moment with those two. Hmm. If anything, like I was all with the Spider-Man. But all right. That's so. That's what, by the way, Monarch. Disappointed uh, the game that I was across. But I'm totally, totally loving Monarch. By the way, right now, um, yeah. That yeah, you just because Mike, one of the my, one of my finalists is Godzilla for number three, and uh, just reminded me how much I wanted to get into Monarch because of the movie. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, but it's just kind of a similar story here, um, game. But you know, so all right, that's your most disappointing and your number three. Yes. Okay. All right. Are we doing now, surprise? Or are we doing our top? I think. Tops? I think we should do the surprise, and then we'll do the top three. Tell so we surprise. Do. Yeah, I think do. I mean if we don't have a three-way crossover this also, I'm gonna be surprised. Uh D and D? I don't know. D and D. No, Tony? Tony? Not surprised? Oh, I don't know. You're just pointing at the camera, dude. I have no idea. Oh, you didn't hear us? Uh Dungeons and Dragons no. was my surprise. Okay. No, I heard you, but I didn't hear you you said to go next. So Oh no, I didn't know if that was your we, I thought we were saying I was saying I'm I'm gonna be surprised if it's... we didn't have a three-way crossover because I think I think you would have put that yeah. there, Tony, is that you're surprised. And it's assumed I didn't see it, so you don't yeah. have to worry about me. Yeah. Mike, uh, by the way, Mike, I think you would enjoy this quite a bit, especially now liking Baldur's Gate. I think you should really check out the, the Dungeons and Dragons. I really yeah. do think you should watch this movie. My uh, my surprise is gonna be a tie. Uh I'll okay. just talk okay. quickly about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. So it is Dungeons and Dragons, right? Uh, okay. We can talk okay. about that when we talk about that. But I actually wanted to give a little credit to Barbie as well because, mm -hmm. like, you know, when they first announced it, I was like, yeah. a movie about Barbie. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. Two IP like, movies here. Right? Exactly. So I wrote this for my surprise initially, by the way. Go on. Yeah. 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 But no, I just wanted to give it a shout out because, like, yeah, that's absolutely. legitimately a funny movie that mm -hmm. was, even though that it was based on a lot of property, for people. Yeah. right? It's, it's just new and refreshing and what yeah. theaters needed this year to revitalize. The box office because it's hitting you know, you know a market that's right. It was part of the the you know just media craze over the summer. So yeah. um, to not give it some credit, I feel would be misdue. But we could talk about Dungeons and Dragons now too. Yeah, D and D was uh, you guys had watched it before me and like raved about it, and it took me a little bit longer still to get to it. Uh, it I actually followed up. I watched that after I played Baldur's Gate. Uh, mm -hmm. I believe 
Uh, I think it was right after that. You were probably was, playing Boulder Skate for a little while. I mean, yeah, it was probably during it. Um, but I watched the, the D&D movie, and what a surprise how much fun and enjoyable that movie mm-hmm. is. Um, mm-hmm. That's the best way to describe it. Fun and enjoyable. Um, there's nothing that's going to set the bar for things. It's not going to be like, oh, I was blown, mind-blowing. But it it is the... For me, it was like the essential like summer movie block, but like a fun movie you want for those summertime. Um, it hit like perfectly for that feeling. Uh, I just it's not you don't see this movie type anymore. Like in my opinion, like you don't get this fun movie I, I, enough. I feel like where it has such a I mean just a good cast of characters and they all pull off their roles fantastic and it was well written. Like and the jokes landed. Mm-hmm. The jokes landed. Yeah, that's yeah. so that's hard. It's hard yeah. to get. And I think like I think you mentioned this in this. If we do this podcast for this. I think we we talked about it for sure. But I know Tony, yeah. you mentioned like not being a big D fan like you didn't need to be a D fan mm-hmm. to enjoy this film yeah. you didn't need to know all the inside jokes or anything because all the jokes were fairly like obvious or just like hit on so many levels that if you were a fan it may be hit a little differently but if you weren't you still got a good laugh and just the characters themselves their ter- stereotypes all those things played into their roles in this film and it just made it all come together so well and the the actors playing those roles like played them perfectly yeah. And just the, it was just a fun story. It's just like being, it's just, you don't see fun, uplifting stories in a way. Like mm-hmm. this, even though it's like, again, we have uh, some, you know, serious things that are happening with, you know, certain motivations, but all the, the, uh, in the end, everything was like an uplifting thing and the moral of the story type of thing. And like the mother at the end, that whole, like all yeah. of that just fits so perfectly and just like felt so satisfying as far as a conclusion to a film. That, yeah. The adventure up into that point, that all those things coming together really just made this film just come out of nowhere because it absolutely had no right being as good and fun as it I, was. When you when you hear about this movie being made, all you think about are the older D and D movies yeah. that are just so yeah. bad. And, and the video game, yeah. like Uwe Bolf, whatever what's his name, right? He, yes. like, didn't he, like somebody Bolf. did some Uwe stupid. Uwe Bolf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah. that's the thing is that it, it, kind of like Barbie, you know, it was like when they announced this, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Oh, another D&D bears. movie. Can't wait for yeah. this to be. Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Yeah. All the, the actors and actresses did a great job. Like, I can't think of a bad character or portrayal performance mm-hmm. in this movie. Like, they all really nailed their roles. Yeah. Um, they, they all had chemistry together, you know, like they felt genuinely like mm-hmm. a D&D party. Right, mm-hmm. which is the one thing you need to nail about this, right? Because like, if yeah. you don't nail that, then what's the point of watching this, right? What's the point yeah. of even making this movie? Right. I mean, that is the fun part. Like, if, if you've ever played D and D, there's that vibe you get when you first start out of like you're you're friends with everybody usually in that part. Mm-hmm. Like, you're friends with friends, but when you start a D and D adventure together, like, there's a different feeling because you don't know who those people are playing. Like, you don't know them at that point, and you should really get that vibe. And I felt like. Strangers coming together story and it working like as they learned each other's strengths and weaknesses as a team. Uh, it, that's D&D. I mean, that really is what it worked out to be. And I thought that was such a great representation on film to finally yeah. capture. Uh, and I'm not a huge D&D player, but I know I've played it and I know how that that feeling is. And you get that feeling at the beginning of this movie. And then by middle, you're like, man, I'm starting to really care about this team. And then by the end, you're like, it's a great team, mm-hmm. you know. So and the, that's in the villain. Uh, you talk about all the time. Gotta have a great villain. Yeah. And I had two really good. You know, like one that yeah. was like like the threatening. So good and then, to like hate. Right. right. And one hate. was like a threatening villain, and the other one was just like a scumbag. That you just yeah. oh, you want it. You just want to kick this guy in the nuts, and it's just like yeah. what are you? Doing? So it's yeah. like perfect. Like you know. Not the opposites, but just a perfect antagonistic uh, approach to the because the characters are not necessarily good people either, right? The heroes, they're the the thieves or whatever, and so they're not good people, but they're fun loving and have moral yeah. like standards. Whereas this villain is just going to do whatever it takes to get his way and all that stuff. And then you mm-hmm. have like the just pure evil, threatening one, and as I I love that part of it too, where you had different types of you know, heroes and villains and things like that. It just it wasn't this generic, I'm going to destroy the world and yeah. or I want all the money. It just like, it was, it was nice to have that variety. Different motivations. Different mm-hmm. motivations. Yeah. I mean, I and, would yeah, say I that. Mean, like the roller coaster of emotions too. Like you laughed, you cried. It's like, yeah. all, you went I mean, through all of them. To this, to this, like I can thinking back to the movie right now with the mimic melting is mm-hmm. like, I still laugh thinking about that, that, that scene where he's, that, that he melts away. And I'm just like, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was really good. Um, 
yeah. So, all right, Mike, what was your surprise? Uh, my surprise is <laughs> my number two. So, um, one through your list, make run to each other. Good. Yeah. Um. So, keep in mind, I watched this right after uh, Spider Verse, which is funny. Uh, the Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Yeah, did not uh, make my list, it was, but it's a great movie. Great movie. It was a surprise in that I liked it a little more than I thought it would. Um, there's parts I really didn't like, like the beginning and the end. <laughs> um, but uh, overall, uh, it was more fun than I thought it would. The uh, I, voices didn't bother me except for Donatello's. Um, they really didn't seem too young other than that. Um, but I didn't like their origin or the ending and but also compared to spider-verse like it's obviously inspired by that same sort of comic booky look but this one it was just more stable like again in spider-verse there was a part where i didn't even know if it was like something was happening or if it was just vibes like with the universe closing in but none of that was happening in this movie it was it was more you know more legible to me um yeah uh jackie chan as splinter was great like I thought he was a real highlight. Yeah, absolutely. A real highlight. Um, I thought all the I thought and, all of the voice actors did a fantastic job. To give them credit, like every one of them was cast, and you're like, yeah. that's not going to work well, but they worked pretty well. Like I got to say, yeah, yeah. So the the meat of the movie I, I liked. It's just I didn't like the origin, and I didn't like the ending. The ending was it took some dopey. liberties, and in the the ending they really eased up. Uh, but they did, they did take some origin liberties, which I thought like for when that when they when they started the movie, I was like, "What's funny is when they started that movie, I'm like, Mike's not gonna like this," and I and I didn't like it either. But I immediately thought of you during it. I'm like, "He's not gonna like this." No, that, um, because they made that you take liberties with that origin to make it make more sense, and they made it, I mean, it make more yeah, sense. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, the ending, like there's the stinger has no impact because mm-hmm. of the origin. There's no. There's no tie to that character based on no. his origin. It's, it's, stupid, it's like, I just, I know there's going to be a sequel to this and I wonder where they're going to go with, um, well, we can, we can spoil it here. I mean, yeah, Shredder, yeah. Shredder, essentially. Shredder, Shredder's um, a stinger, but Splinter was just a fucking rat who hated people. Like, yeah, Splinter no has no tie there's, to there's Shredder. No tie. He doesn't even have a, like, you know, a human master like he did in the, you know, no, no, isn't that how no ties. the comics? Yeah. I mean, they, the comics, they, com- no, the comics, the human master was killed by Shredder. And Splinter was like his pet. So he knew him. Here, he, Yeah. Oh, okay. There was, there was a like, relationship. There's oh, no random. tie, Street as far Rat. as we're aware, to Shredder in, the, in this movie, in this world. So, gotcha. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, uh, I had, that's, that was my gripe with the origins, uh, the most part. But. Yeah, no, I have, there's things I loved and hated about this movie. Uh, obviously, I didn't like so, any movie all that much this year. But yeah, but visually, this movie too. was... Visually, no, this was movie cool. was great. It, cool. it was really great. Uh, yeah. Aside from the the humans, every human, including April, I mean, looked kind of weird. Maybe that I was just... part of the story reasons, because like the whole idea is like humans suck and like they're always going to hate the mutants. But yeah. uh, every I mean, human pulled, looked weird. They pulled an X Men story out. Is what they did. And a little uh, bit. Yeah. you, you got to give, give X Men story. Yeah, you got to give Seth Rogen credit because at the beginning of this year, I would have never thought that we'd be talking about it like that in this light. Cause I didn't think it was going to be that good, but it was very good. Yeah, no, I liked it more than I thought. So, so yeah, no, good. Good to hear. yeah. okay. Surprises and your number two. So you've done your number two and three. Um, yeah. let's go to our number threes guys. I will love to kick off the list and I'm going to make my final choice right now. It, it was between guardians, Godzilla, Mario and creator. Godzilla takes number three for me. Um, uh i just now i didn't want to do recency bias for it that was my concern like i put it there but i was like i gotta consider guardians i gotta consider mario uh because mario was so good um and the creator was excellent i gotta say denzel washington is it denzel washington's kid in that yeah you just found this out last week fantastic work but godzilla uh wow what they pulled off in this movie and i had zero interest this could have been my surprise uh, because I had zero interest in this movie until everybody started raving about it. And with the budget they used, uh, but the story they told, it's incredible. Visually amazing movie. And again, like you guys had said, it is really about the people, not about the monster uh, in this. And and they really make you care about that, despite people snoring in my theater while I was watching it. Um, I just still couldn't yeah. believe that. I don't know how you sleep through Godzilla destroying a, t- a, a, a city. I don't know nope. how you do it. But this guy did. 
Um, I just, I figured he'd wake up then, but nope. But yeah, man, you guys talked about the fact that his tail, that, that light up move, mm-hmm. it's so slow, but build up impactful that it's scary the way they do it. It's just like, oh shit, he's going to fuck shit up. Uh, and you're, you know, I, I do gripe a little bit about the super, and this isn't me talking about this, the super mega happy ending I got, uh, I felt was a bit too much for me. I thought they could have ended it differently. Um, but I don't hate it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you that I felt the ending didn't have to be as happy as it, it was. I felt like they could have ended it differently. Uh, and I'm keeping that vague because it is a fresher movie. Um, so, uh, but that's just me. Uh, I don't know. That was my number three. I thought it was amazing. I don't know if it's going to appear on your list anywhere else. Hope we get, hope, hopefully we hear more about it from you guys, your thoughts. Uh, if it doesn't appear, you guys can feel free to chime in if you want, but, um, you know, I don't want to make you silent. Okay. Okay. Um, that's number three. Corey, what's your number three? Oh, my number three is Godzilla minus one as well. Okay. See, you yeah. could chime in. Well, yeah, I know. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to step on your, your chance to speak about it. But no. no, my number three is Godzilla as well. I found it to be really amazing. Like you said, uh, I think this, what they did and what, what people think Godzilla movies are from Japan and what yeah. this movie is, yes. it's like, it shows it's, that that's not what they are anymore. It's th- no, they make really good movies, not just you, Godzilla you, movies. If you go back to the original original Godzilla movie, this is what this director was capturing. Like he wanted that feel of what the original Godzilla movie was supposed to be about. Now, granted, it was mm-hmm. campy because it was like 1959 or 19 right, or right, 1960. Right. But like that's what the vibe of that director was going for in that first movie, and they they nailed it for the first time. And how many Godzilla movies have we had? They finally got that feeling back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And like the monster is scary. The people, yes. the actors, I give them a lot of credit. They did a fantastic job. And it was for me hard to like the 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 protagonist initially. I agree. And they shit on him so much in this movie, so I was not. I was not. Uh, it had you no hate problem with the ending. You hate that trope. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like it was funny because like when I was watching it, because you talked about, it, I was like, oh, I don't want to know that much about mm-hmm. it. I'm watching. It, I was like, oh, I, I absolutely see. Like Corey hates this type of fucking character. I know. We talk yep. about it all the time. Yep. So, like various anime and videos. Mm-hmm. You just hate this trope. I, I, yeah. I knew it. So <laughs> they, I felt like they did enough to redeem the character and to make it um, feel like all right. You, you got to give them. Got to give them something here. And so. I was fine with the ending, and uh, yeah, just like every moment of that movie was just a adrenaline rush. If, even yeah. from them just like going out and destroying mines, like on a boat, you're like you're still like fully engaged because of how like, uh, capturing like the 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 actors just like keep you enthralled in this film, no matter what's going on. It doesn't it doesn't have to be a monster destroying a city. It's just the interaction between the characters. And then the slow moments of like small little happiness moments where mm. you know having dinner and stuff and like talking about Drinking, things and, yeah. and and just like having like a little bit of slice of life there, which was a nice break to then just get destroyed in the next scene with you know I'm starting work and now my work is gone. So yeah, yeah, it's, no. a, it's a fantastic film and it's going to be hard to top that with these American just monster smashing each other movies yeah that's gonna change the dynamic and I'm, i am happy though that they've seemed to capture this vibe with monarch that's what i was saying mm-hmm. before we started like i am enjoying the way they've kind of got this family right. thing going on about people yeah. not about yep. monsters yep. just... the monsters are the side characters mm-hmm. um all right tony what's your number three uh my number three i think we'll talk about it but uh, mine was across the spider first yeah we will talk about mm-hmm. it yep um do you want to mention why, though? I mean, do you want to just so, go ahead? Um, yeah, I mean, what can I say? It was really good. Um, you know, I thought the animation was kicked up another level. Yeah, uh, there were surprises in how they did it, right? Because, like, I felt the original was just so fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's such an interesting take, right? I think we all remarked about that the year it came out. And I think it was number one or number two for most all of us that year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I felt like this one, you know, with the Lego scene or even like um, Donald Glover being in there, like live action and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to mention like some of the snippets when they're looking at like the different movie verses and stuff like that. It was just fun and uh, surprising and stuff like that. Um, the story uh, is good about, you know, Miles, you know, growing into the heroic role that, you know, he has of being Spider Man now. 
while you know still learning how to juggle his uh, <laughs> real life responsibilities with school and his family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that kind of and, and I just rewatched it, right? I just rewatched it just to make cement my feelings, right? Cement, because yep. it came out a couple months ago. Um, and don't get me wrong, like I, to me, it, I I love the characters. Um, it felt more of a Gwen movie than a Miles movie at a lot of points, mm-hmm. which is not not wrong necessarily, right? Um, and I think <laughs> the scenes with her and her father are great, right? They're fantastic, yeah, emotionally touching, right? Yeah. Uh, because we don't really see that interaction a lot because, you know, most of the time Spider-Man's, you know, parents are dead, right? Um, yeah. So seeing that is, you know, a different take and uh, a new experience. And uh, that was lovely. The part where it kind of broke, I guess, that it didn't rank higher was, yes, like the ending was a bit of an Empire ending. But after a second rewatch, I was like, well, you know what? It wasn't that down of an Empire ending, right? It wasn't like shit is bad it was a kind of yeah. like oh things are a little messy right where it's like i'm not concerned right. about him being able to walk out of this right Got yeah him. i don't i don't gotcha. i was i was fairly like i knew what was going to happen there like 10 minutes before it did and that that was like the ending i was like oh it's like yeah okay yeah i mean th- they even like hint at it you know pretty strongly with the whole like oh well, that spider isn't from you know your your mm-hmm. and stuff like that so that was the one thing, but the other thing that really, I guess, and it's not like a major thing, or again, the movie is fantastic. Like, I yeah. rated it like nine something out of ten. But to me, the one thing that just didn't sit right, especially on the rewatch, which is how you have this gigantic cast of like dozens, if not hundreds, of spider characters, right? And them all going after Miles so hard, and them just being okay with like, hey, your dad has to die. Like, that's yeah. part of the canon. I was just like, yeah. th- like the more I think about it, the more I disliked it because across all the spider personalities I've seen over the various cartoons, the movies, mm-hmm. the video games, comics, there are very few spider people that would actually be okay with that. That says, yeah. you need to sacrifice your dad for the greater good because it just has to happen. Like, when, well, in my heart of hearts, it just does not feel... That's the whole better thing. <laughs> that was the whole premise of it. Uh, and I, I think. Sure, but. I, I'll I get mean, into it more. Yeah, this is I, since I'm the lowest on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the idea is. Well, you, you both know, ranked it three. You both yeah, ranked it three. I know. Three, I three out of four. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's just the premise of it is, you know, every other Spider Man, every like Peter Parker we've ever seen, you know. The idea is they've tried. This is the same character who's like literally like fucks everything up repeatedly because he doesn't want anyone to die. Like every other Peter Parker that I've read, even Miles, like would do the same. We don't even know if there's other Miles in this well, universe. They're acting like no, there's not. There's not. Miles is the only one. That's why he's the odd. Well, he's the odd person out. That's what I got from the that vibe. Sure. Yeah, I mean, saw another we, one. We, the end yeah. of the movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, we mean Spider Man. Spider Pete. So. He wasn't supposed to be Spider-Man. That was the point of the movie. But um, see, so, they yeah, it just, a, it just seemed out models. of character for every yeah. Spider-Man in the universe to be like, "Yeah, the, the means, the ends justify the means." We'll we'll let people die. Like that's right. just. I feel so, like it's almost it's almost like you have like a Batman verse movie, and like they're just like, "Yeah, let's let's kill Joker." Yeah, right, was, Bat- like Batman. Joker. I could see Batman being like, "Yeah, sorry, our parents got to die," but like I cannot see all these other Peter Parkers. And the thing that got to me too was the fact that like his crew from the first movie all knew about this right away and just like didn't tell him didn't like the part where he's on the train, they're like, this is not what we talked about. And he's like, You guys talked about this? I was like, nah, nah, you guys (laughs) fucked up. You know, I bad see the thing the thing I got the vibe from was that this has been tried multiple times by multiple Spider-Man and it never works, it fails. They're not talking about that. It's this whole thing where he's like it happened to me once, so it's going to happen to everybody. It's like, dude, how do you fucking know that? Like, yeah. how do you fucking know that? You have a hypothesis, you test not, it. Not to mention, if he's not supposed to be Spider-Man, what difference does it make if his thing changes? He shouldn't have a canon event. Right. He's not for real. If he if he was unsupposed to have the spider power, then his whole universe should have collapsed already by now. Like, like it just proves his like theory as bunk anyway. And nobody stands up to him. It's just like, you're like a fucking spider dictator, dude. Like, I don't know. Again, what is it? I just, I just wanted, I just wanted more 
like of this movie to happen after we get there, you know, so we could explore these questions a little better. It's just so much time happens before we get to the point where you like, you understand like what's going on with them. And it's like, all right, now it's the end. That yeah. was just mm. yeah, why I didn't okay. like it as much as I thought I would. No, that's that's yeah. valid points. I mean, it's still that's valid. pretty high for yes. Oh, it's a great movie. It's just when I rewatch yeah. it, I'm like, oh, a couple of these points don't sit well with me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. Uh, number twos. Uh, my number two was Barbie. Oh, okay. Nice. okay. Uh, nice. Again, I wrote it down for my surprise, but I was like, no, because D&D wasn't going to be my number two movie. No offense to D&D mm-hmm. whatsoever. I didn't uh, have any crossovers. Personally. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't either. So I wanted Barbie was uh, I, I, what's funny is when I took my family to see the movie, um, I had no idea what I was in for. And I just left there smiling so much like it was just so fun enjoyable the music was so good I, I, to this day you know when aria wants to listen to in the car no problem putting it on i have no problem i fully <laughs> I admit that. that i fully admit that right now i have no problem listening to that music in the car um just ken i'm just ken is such a great song uh but <laughs> but like but like even like the the executives parts of the movie like the will ferrell parts were so hilariously done with like just this move on don't ask the question don't ask the questions um you know it's just uh they've they just they sum up the movie essentially as you go so it's like you watch that movie don't think too much from it obviously there's a great underlying story that it gives you uh, a moral uh but the actual main plot just enjoy it and that's the point of it and uh you can enjoy a lot of that michael sarah was Michael, I don't like Michael Sarah. I I hate him. I, I think he's a ta- like Scott Pilgrim was about it for me for him. Like I just don't <laughs> like the way he does things. Um, Scott Pilgrim worked because of the way he does things. Like that worked as his character, but he's always that character. Um, but in this movie, it worked again. So uh, you know, what I mean, I think he was great. Um, <laughs> Ryan Gosling, fantastic. Uh, Margot Robbie, what can I say? Like I. Didn't know what people were talking about because I haven't seen much of her work except for Birds of Prey and stuff like that. And, you know, I didn't think she's that great as Harley. I'm not – just my. I mean, she's fine. There's, I'm not complaining. But, wow, she's fantastic. She's got, like, range like crazy. Mm-hmm. You can you can see it from this movie the way you have to – she has to pull things off. You didn't see Wolf um, of um... – No, I never watched Wolf of Wall Street. Wall Street. Wow, okay. No. Uh, she never watched watch it. I know. I heard. I just – I never saw that. And I, 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 I missed some of her biggest roles. And I just, like – all I had was – her Harley Quinn reference. Oh, yeah, like, I don't think she's that great, but I watched this range. I'm like, holy shit. She's got a hell of a amount of range. Mm-hmm. Um, that entire cast was great. And the story was surprisingly, amazingly fun. Oh. Like, I don't know. I laughed quite a bit during that movie and it's rare to be in the theater for me and laugh. Like, like I said, like D and D got that laugh out of me. It, it's just rare to get like, mm-hmm. you get a chuckle, but when you get an actual laugh, it's, it's a good thing. And it doesn't hit often like that for me, but it did. So yeah. second movie of the year, uh, second place for me, um, it was yeah. so the, fun. The one comment I will add that I didn't touch upon earlier was that um, between this and D&D, right, I'd love that both of these were comedies because yeah. I feel today we don't get many of those in theaters. It's all like straight to streaming kind of absolutely. thing. Absolutely, yeah. So mm-hmm. it absolutely. feels good to go to a movie theater and laugh like genuinely at like just get a movie, movie like that. Right, intentionally supposed to be a comedy, not like just, oh, that was a comedic quip or whatever in yeah, a absolutely. different movie like, or something like that. I can't remember the last time I saw a comedy in the theaters, actually. Now you think about it, like 22, 21 Jump Street, maybe. Like, I'm trying to think of back when we saw comedies. That was about it. Old school, you know, stuff like that. You know, it's like. They don't make movies like those. No. uh, You know, but but we had some great comedies that were different than those, but Mm -hmm. great this year. So hopefully we see a So it's not on my list. Okay. Corey, what was your number two? My number two is Spider-Man Cross Spider-Verse. Uh, a lot of stuff you guys already mentioned, obviously. Uh, Mike, I am on the complete opposite side of it. I think the animation is what like makes this movie as amazing as it is. Like the yeah, things they I do mean, with the animation and how it starts off. Slow, it's like it starts off with a freaking fight with a like um, was like a paper, yeah, paper version of you know, Vulture, and and then you get a, a I think one of the best iterations of. Spider-Man 2099, as far as being an antagonist goes, because obviously he is... Yeah, he's a great antagonist, absolutely. He's amazing in that role. And, like, I... I'm not a big fan of the spot in this, 
but he's the MacGuffin part of this, I think. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. obviously will have a much bigger role in the next next film. But yep. as far as this one goes, I do think it was a complete movie as far as where it ends. Like, like okay, I get like it's got that Empire ending to it, but I felt like I got a complete story arc for a lot of the characters. And now we're going to get to go into like the fully leveled up versions of like Gwen and her her issues because like she had I do feel like this was a Gwen movie because she was the one that went through the arc as far as discovering who she is in a way and figuring out what she wanted and what I mean it opens and ends with her right yeah nobody said nobody said this was completely just Miles Morales story nobody did that so I'm fine he's he's front and center on the posters but uh, but like Gwen's a great character so like you do want to see more of the character and and so Again, the animation just blew me away. I think what they are doing is just come on, like that was amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. There's amazing. That was like a teenager that did that. Like that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm gonna hold my comments because I'll be talking about this shortly. Just just to preview, I'll give it away right now. But I'll be talking about this shortly. But I'll I'll talk. Yeah, it's it's amazing film, and uh, getting to see it in the theater is a treat. You know, yes, the way absolutely the way it was meant to be. Again. Like that's and like, I, the music in this film was, I think, one music of the best. Was, of the year. Soundtrack was great. Yeah. Again, like I feel like Godzilla was a good example of that too for the theaters. Um, there are movies that you should see in the theaters, and I do understand the 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 the, the move we're making as a society away from theaters, especially like as I have an eleven-year-old here doesn't want to go to the movie. She just wants to be able to pause the movie when she wants to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I get like that's what they're used to. That's where these move. That's where the movie theaters are going. By the way, it's because of this. But there are experiences, um, which I don't think she can enjoy yet at this point, that you should have in the theater. That's worth that. Like, mm-hmm. I gotta hold my pee for another half an hour to make it through this yeah. movie because I gotta see it. Uh, you know, there's there are experiences that are out there, and Godzilla would be one, and and I think Spider Verse is yeah, is another one. Just the um, yeah the the moments that they have the like, again the emotional impact that you feel in throughout the films like it takes Absolutely. you all over like the whole spectrum just like i said we're saying Absolutely. with Godzilla, like you're getting the full spectrum of emotions and things like that so yeah it okay nailed it for me there so number two number two um tony you're number two at number two i think we're gonna talk about it but um guards of the galaxy volume three guardians uh i am sorry this did not make my list because this oh, is no. an incredible finale um for a series go on though go on uh, it is also my number four <laughs> yeah oh, it did, wow, it's, okay. my, it's my it's my number four that's where it would be well, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was close um i didn't get to rewatch this before um I think there's a scene here though of... like the emotional right. roller coaster of the films right you know what the that intro yeah. holy shit like that but, beginning yeah. But yeah. go, on. Go, on. go on no i mean you know the thing is like i gotta recognize that this was pretty much a decade <laughs> of yeah. following these characters and kind of like what we talked about with a D&D movie, like, this felt, this party really felt like a D&D party where you have these, and they talk about it throughout all the films and all the appearances, how they're a dysfunctional family that kind of hate each other at times, but they love each other at the end of the day. But, you know, they, they resolve their issues and they can work towards that greater good team mission, stuff like that. Um, and this one being so focused on that, especially with uh, the culmination of, like, you know, Rocket Storyline, yeah. Um, you know, Nebula storyline. Rocket you know, story was cool, so sad, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, and I really didn't expect it to be like that emotional, right? Yeah, yeah. And even the marketing, they're like, this is the last ride for this, this yeah. cast of, of Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Because like, and we know through comic, you know, knowledge and stuff. Like that, I've never read one of them, but the <laughs> people come and go through that team and stuff like that. So it's like, it definitely was a little heart wrenching when you're like, yeah, okay, this is. This is the last Rodian. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, and I think they did a great job. They gave closure to all the characters. Even Drax, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, his his banter with, like, Mantis, Mantis right? Like, yeah. The whole time, you're just like, oh, you, you see where this is going. But by the end, it's just like, oh, I didn't expect that at all. And it's like, kind of, like, it's like, damn, this is a little sad, especially mm-hmm. when the part where they're, uh, we're with all the children, right? Um, yeah. I think it, towards the, the last third of the movie, um and you find out that you know drax is a little you know he's got like some himbo energy to him right uh, uh, that's the best way i could describe that but you know he has that 
thing with with children because he's you know more maybe emotionally intelligent or something mm-hmm. like that yeah uh, so that was well, really i love touching. that mantis is like you're you were born to be a dad and not like yeah a destroyer like that was right. like oh heart-wrenching. yeah it's just like god like okay because like the whole time that's what through a decade again of movie appearances mm-hmm. like that's what he's built as and it's like and you know i feel like maybe there's opportunity there to go into that over you know the past thing but you, who, who can right when two yeah. of those are avengers movies and stuff like that um, but all these characters got satisfying narrative conclusions to their story. And I still remember seeing that first movie like a decade ago, and I couldn't picture this end, you know, thinking, think back. I could right. never be like, when this series and when this trilogy ends, I'm going to be like wrecked. I'm going to be like, damn, shit. Okay. Like, I mean, just like you know, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, like when that cre- opening credits, they, they played the acoustic version of Creep. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Rocket, I was like immediately. I'm like, oh shit, this is the, this is the end. Like you knew it going there. Yeah. When when they start with that, you're like, mm-hmm. shit, this is gonna be this is gonna be a ride. Uh, you know, what I mean, like that. Just that intro. And it's funny because like I listen to that in the car on occasion. So there's a Guardian of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like somebody made a playlist of all this stuff, and it's just like it's amazing music. The way it accompanies these movies and the way that they close it out again mm-hmm. accompanying these characters yeah and the emotional being, heartstrings that they're pulling on with the music like they're james gunn has james so gunn well. james gunn has an absolute talent for tying mm-hmm. music to 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 shows there's the movies mm-hmm. and shows there's no doubt about it you, you can mm-hmm. you can argue his storytelling whatever you want to talk about with that but you cannot argue how good he is with tying music in with mm-hmm. just pulling pulling the right strings at the right time for you yep. uh yep. it's so good yeah, and um, one of the most heart wrenching scenes in like this whole entire year was when Rocket escapes and they escaping. Oh, God, yeah, I know. I wanted the I wanted the Amanda to watch this movie. Everything. I know. I wanted Amanda to watch this movie, and then I watched it with. I think I watched it without her because like, I, mm. I, they're coming for you. Uh, apparently, um, uh, so I but I watched that sequence, and I'm like, she's mm. there's no no chance, no. Uh, no chance she's watching this movie. I will get mm. I will get killed for it. Um, so yeah, she's, no, big, she's a big animal lover. So yeah. Just, yeah. One where it's like quill focused, two is kind of Gamora family focus, and then rocket focus here at the end. And it comes all full circle though with everybody. And it's just, it is a fantastic film. And it was very, I was on the cusp of it being three and with Godzilla three um, on my list. So yeah, I think maybe like you mentioned earlier, maybe is the recency bias, but all right. I mean, when you look at it, Guardians Mike, is amazing. Mike, I want to go out of order here, Mike, but you haven't gone for a little bit because you gave us your two and three. Give us your number one. What's your number one movie? I'll keep in mind now. My number one could have been my most disappointing. I was thinking about oh, it. Oh, gosh. We know what it, it is, Mike. It's, it's The Flash. The Flash was yeah. my favorite movie I watched this year. The Flash. Um, nice. Yeah. I, um, I was, I'm still excited. I still was excited to see these characters show up in a movie together again one more time. Um, like the Michael Keaton funny. part of it? The, Mar- the Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton part, which is... part was great. Uh, I just, yeah, I mean, has to say, Joe, before you say anything, I got to hear what Mike has to say. I'm agreeing with him on this Michael Keaton part, but go on, go on. I thought he was great. I thought, you know, Ezra with (laughs) all the problems was fine in this role. It was pretty funny. Um, And, you know, it was heartfelt as well, the way, you know, it ended. But, um, no, Keaton, even seeing Batfleck, even though he's sort of a caricature of his, like, Justice League self in this movie, a little bit. Just having them again together, it was fun, and uh, yeah, it was just it was close closer to what I wanted from this. Obviously, I don't understand why they decided to have like intentionally bad CGI and <laughs> in it, and the ending is a little messy as all time travel endings are. But uh, overall, I was satisfied with what this movie gave me. So, that's my number I one mean, movie. you gotta give some credit here. Uh... Supergirl casted great. She was fantastic in this movie for the small role that she mm-hmm. ended up having. I guess pivotal role. Uh, she was fantastic. Um, and and Michael Keaton, uh, which was, was weird about this situation was I was just reminiscing about this movie for some reason. And I thought like, man, Michael Keaton was really good in that movie. Like, I think you finally get to see him just have fun with the character. Yeah, I um, mean, and you also see, you know, some good Batman action from him. Um, yeah. And, you know, haven't seen DC. Very like wise, older, but like also still the weird, crazy guy that he was in you know his actual movies and back in the day. Uh, but yeah, you get <laughs> you get some interesting stuff. Seeing how he handles like you know 
the Russian prison and all that stuff. There was there's good stuff in this movie. I, I liked most of it. It's just well, CGI was bad, and I'm just disappointed that everyone else seemed to hate it. Yeah, I mean, listen, didn't make a yeah. The didn't problem, go on, go on, Corey. Go on. So the problem for me is I obviously I love Michael Keaton's Batman, and I do agree Supergirl was great, but the main star of this film. Is a guy that I can I can't I can't watch the the actor anymore. Like I just don't enjoy his acting or their acting. Not like stand like separating the person. Like I don't, I'm not even gonna talk about the person, but just the actor themselves. I don't enjoy watching this person on the screen. And so when this person is the star of the film, and the CGI is so bad and making everything else look so terrible, it's just like it's not worth investing time into trying to see like. Michael Keaton do his thing and and the Supergirl actress do her thing. It's just not worth it because you're getting this terrible actor, and and, and, and so yeah, it's just not yeah. Good. So for me, Ezra Miller has... being alone from the person themselves. Like, yeah, I don't know what Ezra... that means. Honestly, that sounds. I'm just like saying talking around yourself. That doesn't make any no, sense. To give me credit, I'm, cre- I'm saying because people will say I don't want to watch this person because I don't agree with their political views on things. I'm not. I'm saying I'm. I'm doing what you're doing, Mike, and saying I'm I'm giving you in a vacuum. In a vacuum, yeah, it's saying just just the actor themselves. You're trying to say there. But are you trying to say the performance is bad, or you just dislike the the performance? The the mannerisms. It's this Michael Sarah thing for Jim, like the performance, the mannerisms, the way they carry themselves. Like those are the things that I don't enjoy watching. So I'm not going to enjoy like the character themselves. You can go back for me to the original appearance of Ezra Miller as the Flash and I will tell you that no. I did not like him and that's one of my favorite comic book characters I the Flash. I don't like I don't like the initial take so, either but I thought I in have this been, movie by splitting thing. up the character no it's not as making the main Flash be like the straight man to the ridiculous like version of the Flash he you sort of make that character more you know more tolerable, and he grows. I'm sorry, the character grows. I know you guys said he didn't no, grow in this movie, grow. but I uh, think he did. I'm, it's fine. This is your number. I absolutely like. I, I I get your like your love of the of the universe, like not not the DCU in general. I'm talking, but like no, just I, just, I know, get you like to have all these characters yeah, there. Yeah. Absolutely, I get it. I mean, I I felt like I was the biggest DCU fan before. I mean, so. to give this movie credit, it was not none of our dis- most disappointing. Um, oh. I didn't watch it. And it could have disappointed because I called this like six years ago. So. Yeah. So, but yeah. All right. Cool. That's Mike's number one. I mean, it's it. Yeah, it's fine. It was the it was um, the only movie coming into this year that I'm like oh, I have to see this movie. Yeah. No, I know, and that's Batman for you. Yeah. yeah it has my, two Batman. It was cool. My favorite Batman. Yeah, Michael Keaton's Batman. So good. Uh, well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, was it was the head Bob Batman instead, Corey? Was that your favorite? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. Anyways, so, all right, my number one movie, I've already talked about Spider-Verse. Um, uh, so, so I, as I mentioned, superheroes coming straight from The Flash, I have, like, I have three superheroes-ish top characters in, in, the, in the comic book world. You know, Spider-Man, Magneto, The Flash are probably my top, they are my top three. Um, uh, and probably in that order, maybe. Magneto may be number one over Spider-Man. I don't know, but whatever. Spider-Man, uh, Two, we mentioned years ago for me being my top five movie category. If you go back to these other episodes we used to record, you can hear the our top five movies of all time kind of thing. We've done this before. And Spider-Man 2, I believe, it hit that list for me. Um, this movie immediately goes into that list. That's how good this movie is for me. Uh, I don't think I've ever been in a theater realizing how, like, just how much I love this movie um, I've watched it two times at home already, again, um, plus the theater this year. That's a lot for me, especially because I'm you know, doing other stuff. But uh, I absolutely love this world. Um, and, I, and I think the reason for that is, is as an old school Peter Parker fan, um, I love the Spider-Man stuff. Mike and I have argued about this. We want the older, older Peter Parker. You and I have been not arguing together. We've, we've talked about it together on the same side of this conversation where we want an older Peter Parker when they cast Tom Holland, who by the way has done a great job. But, um, this gives you completely new characters for me. Like I'm not a comic book reader for the, I'm not a really big comic book reader in general. Um, so I don't know anything about Spider-Gwen. I don't know anything about Miles Morales. So I'm getting my story from these characters in these movies. And I have to say that like, Spider-Gwen in this movie 
uh, and Miles' growth in that first 50 minutes that Mike talked about where he hated this movie. Absolutely loved it. I got the backstory. I got the character development that I wanted. Hated. It just was too long for how much of the movie. I absolutely loved it. I loved getting that information because I don't know it. And I got some more growth from these characters that I wanted to see, to see what they were without their personas. And you get the personal vibe from that. Then you get all of their personas in the second half of the movie like you were talking about. You get their Spider-Man personas. Um, and and all of that from that point on is takeoff fun. Yes, there are some obvious gripes. There are some issues with the ending, with it cutting short. There are some... like. There was in the theater when we, as it was like getting towards the ending, I'm realizing like, wait, this is a part one. I didn't even think about that while I was going on through the entire movie um, because I was like, oh crap, the credits are going to roll. And then they rolled. Uh, that's what happened to me. That's how much I was enjoying this movie. I was so engrossed in it. I didn't even think about that until we got to the point where it was rolling. And I'm just like, no, um, I want more of this story immediately, but I know we have to wait. Everything about this movie, music, art, characters, with the exception of, I cannot disagree with you guys about the attitude of all of the Spider-Men in the in the world in the universes having the, you know, you have to follow this rule because that's not Spider-Man for it may be some of them, but it's not all of them, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not I've seen. Yeah, I mean, we watched the classic Fox version where they brought in multiple Spider-Men. Remember, we watched that one on this on the Spider-Man show, uh, the animated series. Um, so we've seen that, but like, it's, it's such a good, I, I guess maybe like I see it as their empire and that's why I'm loving it so much because empire is my favorite star Wars. And this, I'm, I'm just hoping like the, the final movie doesn't need to be as good. I hope it is. Um, but it needs to stick the landing. That's what it needs to do. If it does stick that landing, it's going to be incredible. Um, I just absolutely love this world. I can't. I cannot say enough about the amount of work that these artists have to do to to put this together. Like, it's incredible what they have to do to make every one of these Spider Man different. Like, yeah. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Sure. And I didn't mention it, but actually, that's one of the things that also didn't sit well with me. Um, because we got knowledge that the crew on this. Oh, that's true. Crunched, and that's true. Yeah, there was uh, crunch on a movie. On a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I can't crunch in movies. We just know it now. <laughs> no, no, yeah. this is bad crunch. Like this is extreme crunch. Um, so oh, this is like, yeah, it's all animation. So, yep. right. But yeah, I get you. So that was my number one movie. Uh, we've heard about it a few times, so I'm good. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, Corey, your number one movie. Uh, my number one movie is John Wick Four. So I did not John, yeah, go on. John Wick. Uh, I totally forgot that was <laughs> I had a feeling that you were gonna, like somebody's gonna forget about a movie during. I'm happy um, I haven't done this yet. Yeah. Last year was John me. Wick Four. It's like I love John Wick's like universe. The what they've created with it is amazing, and I like that this movie was a, a definitive ending to a character's story arc. Where is like, it? It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. And if they don't, then this that it will ruin this movie. Because I don't want to see it. But they do have a spin-off, The Ballerina. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But anyway, John Wick 4, everything from the action to just the, the story that this character goes through. And again, the ending is supposed to be the ending, definitively. Like It's hard to uh, come back from this ending. And if they do, like I said, we, it, it'll, it may change my perspective on this film. But everything they talk about and you know outside of this if we're going to metagame this like they are saying they want to try to do more because whatever yeah, but yeah um i just don't see why or how they would do that in, okay. with the way they end this film and so like that all putting that together would they makes this movie for me like number one of this year the man i enjoy like i've enjoyed and had fun with this film has been like what is makes it like obviously number one and just I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted because I have my my son is making a guest appearance here. Good timing. Yep. Yep. Good. But I'm I'm on the call here, so I'll be right there. Okay. He's doing his of the year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's just the the way that they're innovating with action in the movie as well, and the the sequences are just they're always they keep like you think, wow, how are they going to top this one? And then they top it, and then like how are yeah. you going to top this? And then they top it. It's like amazing and yeah it's just like you know there's unbelievable things with you know there's no way somebody's gonna survive this or that but that's what these movies are it's like you know you got well, that's exactly what i'm saying with the ending like 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's one it's of the things where this this feels like the Batman again to me, where like I feel like you could have cut 20 minutes out of it and I would have appreciated the movie more. Because mm. like that last scene with the stairs, that's when it's I like, tapped I, mean, I loved like, it. Come yeah. the fuck I can on. see. I was like, dude, I like, can see that. How many times are you gonna fall down these stairs? <laughs> you're gonna fall down, you're gonna get back up again, and you're gonna fall down and do it again. You're gonna oh, do it again. And I, I I loved it. I love that. And like I like the the top down sequence they do in this oh, that was movie is that was my favorite part awesome. Yeah. yeah. So uh yeah, everything about this I think kept uh, up upping the game as far as what had previously come and what was had come before is just so good mm-hmm. too. So yeah. All right, Tony, give me your number one movie. Uh, mine is definitely Godzilla minus one. And I had to think nice. about this because I didn't want nice. it to be recently biased. And that's <laughs> I know, why I watched I know, I know, I know. Spider-Verse again and at least like uh, watch some like, you know, shorter videos on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Got the beats. But Godzilla minus one to me is like a perfect standalone movie where it's like, it's hard for me to go like watch, watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3 it's like, well, I haven't seen the others, and I haven't seen the Avengers. It's like, mm-hmm. ah, okay, you know what? That's not going to be a good movie for you then, right? Like yeah. that takes away a lot of it because it's homework, right? Yep. Um, same thing with Spider Verse to a lesser degree and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, this is like you don't need to know what Godzilla is, you know. Like I would actually say it's probably better doesn't, if you doesn't matter, don't. yeah, right? It doesn't be matter. A great first Godzilla movie. Yeah, yeah it'd absolutely. be an amazing first uh, experience to Godzilla because. To me, like it's titled Godzilla, right? And we know it goes into the greater mythos and stuff, but really he's just a force of nature. It could be anything you could talk mm-hmm. about. You could insert, you know, any other monster, you could earn insert, right. you know, King Kong, you could insert zombies, you could insert T-Rex if you wanted, right. whatever. Whatever. Like, Tornado, that's not, hurricane, whatever you right, want. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I viewed it as a Godzilla is a like natural disaster, a natural yeah. mm-hmm. you know, absolutely. force of nature, right? Um, so to me, like this movie is perfect in the way that like, it's about the human spirit when it comes down to it, right. Where it's about that tenacity to not give up because the whole thing about the movie, which I, I again, I know Corey, you hate it. And I could, I could see it. Cause you're not supposed to like that, that type right. of character at first, right. He's like the Shinji of Evangelion, uh, and whatnot, where it's just like, what... this is a weenie character. Yeah. He's a coward. Right. And that they drive that home with almost every conversation, right? Mm-hmm. It's like from, from the get-go on the island to him returning uh, to his hometown. And meeting you know, that neighbor, lady, the, neighbor, neighbor, the neighbor. The later, the, right? the, the, the lady, the neighbor, yeah. Right? Uh, and then, you know, meeting any then, of his and old then to his roommate. And, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It, it's all, you didn't do your duty, right? But flip it around, and you view it from a 2023, now 2024 perspective, and you're like, yeah. And they talk about this in the movie too, where it's like, yeah, yeah, it was kind of a shitty thing to ask these people. The Japanese these government, yeah, kamikaze yeah. pilots, yeah, just throw their lives away in hopes that, yeah, you're going to sink a ship. Uh, you know, it's just like, just the way that they didn't value human life at that point in time. And from a realist uh, point of view, where you're talking about coming hot off the heels of World War II. Yep. This nation is is on its knees. It hasn't even recovered. It, it mm-hmm. literally is licking its wounds, and now you have to deal with Godzilla just showing up and being like, "I'm fucking your country up." I don't know why. I'm just it's here, and mm-hmm. I just got in my way. I was just kind of like just in the way, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And he has no bias. It's not like he's no, he's, he's, no, he's no bias. He has no reasoning. He has no motive other than like yeah. that is what. It does right. Um, so we, they, we didn't find out why he was he wanted to go to Tokyo, right? We didn't find they didn't explain why he was trying to head to Tokyo, did they? They, they didn't bother. They sort of like hinted because the 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 doctor character professor or whatever did the trajectory and stuff, and he's like, I feel it's going for Tokyo or whatever like that. And I forget if it was just drawn to like a energy source or something like that. I think it was, I mean, like, it was, it's, it's like the whole thing, right? It's just the the radiation. Yeah, the radiation. radiation okay, all right. Um. But yeah, it just, you know, uh, at the end of the day, it comes down to the indomitable human spirit, right? Where that character finds his courage and finds his, like, you know, the mm-hmm. the, the the easy thing is always to give up, right? And the hard thing is to continue going, right? Is to, to never mm-hmm. give up and just be like, yep, yep, I got to try this the second, third, fourth, 50th, 100th, 1,000th time, but, you know, I'm going to get there. Uh, so that whole, you know, ending sequence where, you know, things come together and, you know, I can understand the angle where it's like, oh, it's maybe too happy of an ending. 
But honestly, in the last like five, eight years of media, where just from The Walking Dead to Game of Thrones, to yeah, Last of Us, saying. to like all that like, stuff. Like I'm no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just. Yeah. No, hear me out. I'm just I saying it is refreshing to see something where it's like, look, like things don't need to be shit, and there are moments of of sadness, of bleakness. But I felt like in this movie. I'm trying to be like I said. This is a fresher movie. I'm not going to spoil this, but I felt like the ending, 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 didn't need that part. I felt like the ending that he had was fine. I think they, like I said in my when I was talking about, it, they shit on this guy so much, and like they do, they do turn it around for him. And I feel yeah. like without all that happening, I, I think it would have been worse in my opinion. I, I, I think I liked it a lot more no, because like, of the both of the things that happened. The final ending is what I'm saying. That final no, I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I'm just saying. I think they both of the the happy things needed to happen. And this for, is for me to get like be okay with this guy. This is, like a, this is a flip conversation for Corey and myself because I'm usually on the other side of this conversation. Mm-hmm. By the way, yeah. for mega happy endings, but mm-hmm. um, I just felt like that was a little over the top. But I loved. No, like it was funny. I knew they were going for that. I just. I mean, like the whole thing with the kid as well. Like you. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Like you're fucking over the kid too in that sense. So, yeah. like, but. It's the reality of the situation. I'm sorry. Go- I don't want to. It's fine. the reality of the situation. We're talking it's- about a giant monster movie, dude. Yeah. The, that's the idea that the, the, the thing was so imposing and just destruction. The, the, idea, the idea was that something good can come out of so, so, so much terrible well, yeah, things. But, it's, but I felt like good came out of it already. That's the thing. Like it didn't need that part of it. The like, good mm-hmm. came out of what happened. No matter what, no matter what, without that part, same ending. The turtles didn't need to go to high school. Yeah, no, that's movie. true. Yeah, it's the same idea. It's a little bit too far. Like I feel like the ending doesn't change. The character development doesn't change with even without that last. No, last I think part. it does because without yeah. that, that character has regret now. Well, sure, mm-hmm. but that's the idea. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I mean, that's the idea. I, I don't know. Well, sure, but yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. <laughs> so putting it, putting it that way, you're right. You need. That I mean, don't you think that's fucking sad that that dude had to write a letter and saying, "Hey." I'm probably not coming back from this one. Raise my fucking kid because she has nobody else. Not like, that that's part. bleak. And as a parent, you should think differently about that. Not that part. I'm not talking about that part. The the hospital part is what I'm talking about. You can't separate those two things. Those that's two what, things yeah, are directly related. Saying. You need you need to have that. Okay, I feel like you did. Like, that's just my opinion, obviously, and you're to- you're on the same side with me, Tony. But like, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you want to have the other opinions, fine. It's just I think that they they needed to have them both there. The- okay. All right. All right, well, that's our of the years, folks. So our number one movies, once again, Mike's was The Flash. Mine was Spider-Verse. John Wick 4 for Corey. Godzilla for Tony. If, we had a lot of overlap. Caveat, if that's the actual end, and then they can just go with Ballerina and then not that many more John Wicks. Gotcha. Yeah. So if we get a John Wick 5, Corey changes his, what's your backup collection? <laughs> Everything just else is just a bump yeah. up. Exactly. And Guardians becomes a The Reckoning was a fantastic film this year also. So if yeah. you know, we're going to do honorable mentions. Oh, Churro chimed in very diverse. Yeah, Churro, we have a lot of overlap a lot of years. Just say game of the year might be a little overlap on occasion. Actually, games are usually more variety. Um, but yes. uh universe so hit every every uh number. So. It deserved it though. Like it deserved no, it. No, it deserved absolutely. It's great. Yeah. Uh but all right, let's go to the game cast next, guys. This is gonna wrap up the movie cast, the game of the movie of the year. Games of the year obviously will be next week. This is gonna be a regular game cast coming up next. Stay mm-hmm. tuned. Got some fun stuff to talk about, actually. Uh we'll see you over there. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah.